helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Well, thanks for joining us here on Saturday. It is the Aging Hour, and it's all powered and brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. We're here each and every Saturday at 1 o'clock. I'm Bill Davis, uh, your host, along with my good friend uh, Phil George, elder law attorney. You know, I say 1 o'clock, actually, you know, it's 106. (laughs) 107. <laughs> to be exact. I always like to be exact exactly. here. Uh, yeah, we, um, we we do this show just to help you, you know, get along with aging. There's Absolutely. all kinds of subjects uh, that uh, we can cover. If you have an idea for a, uh, a show or a topic, uh-huh. uh, a question, you can email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. We'll make sure we do that on an upcoming uh, mm-hmm. future show. Well, you always have a list of things that you want to talk yes. about. What are we doing today? Oh, Oh, man, we got some good stuff here. We've got uh, three different questions that came in through email after uh, the last show we had. So mm-hmm. first one, is a reverse mortgage a good idea? Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Second one, what's mm-hmm. the difference between Medicare and Medicaid? Yeah. And then finally, what do I need to know about charitable gifting? Ah, charitable that's a big one. Gifting. Okay, that's yes. a big one. And then we usually uh, wrap it all up. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Nice, neat bow. Absolutely. At the so end of the show. We got the wrap up. It's just a nice, neat bow. Well, uh, you had a, a client question. Yep. Uh, and let me read that to you here. I, I say read it to him. He brought it to me. <laughs> yeah. My husband says he wants to get a reverse mortgage. Is this a good idea? He must have been watching mm-hmm. some uh, some TV commercials. Uh, exactly. What, right. what, is, what does Tom Selleck say? This ain't my, this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> You know what I like about it? He does yeah. say it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Yeah. It's not uh, for everybody. But it, and, it, and it used to have, uh, if I remember right, it used to have kind of a negative connotation. Yeah, like, you know, they're going to take my home away exactly from me. Right. So, but exactly that's, right. it's a little Reverse bit Reverse mortgages used to be the Wild Wild West. Yeah. You know, well, and maybe that's why they have Tom Selleck in there. You know, because, you know, much unlike reverse mortgages, that mustache is for everybody. Well, (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And by the way, the new Magnum P.I. show, I don't like it. It, It's just it's just not the same. Anyway, um, well, for those who don't know what a reverse mortgage is, tell us what that uh, what that is. So a reverse mortgage is sometimes called a home equity conversion loan, a HECM. And basically what you're doing with a reverse mortgage is um, you're taking out a, a home loan that you don't have to pay back as long as you live in the home. So what you can do is you 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 go to this uh, reverse mortgage company. Uh, they come out. They look at how much you still owe on your home, how much the home is worth, how old you are, your life expectancy, all that kind of good stuff. There's some calculations they come back with. And basically what they do is they say, okay, here's how much we'll give you. And they'll give it to you in one lump sum. Mm-hmm. They'll give it to you as a regular monthly income. Or it can be uh, set amounts. Or sometimes it's just you know, in, in an account, like a home equity line of credit, and you just draw on it whenever you want. So this is a loan. Absolutely. You. Okay. It's a loan that they're giving you. Yeah. And the loan is only repaid when you sell your home permanently, when you move away, or when you die. Okay. So when you sign up for this and you do yeah. all the calculations, yeah. uh, just give me kind of the ABCs. How, sure. does, it, how does it work? Absolutely. Yeah. So m- most require no repayment for as long as you live in your home. So you okay. don't have to worry about that, right? right? Yeah. Uh, they're repaid in full with the last 
last living borrower dies or sells the home or moves away. So Mm -hmm. if, let's say, my wife and I, we've got a reverse mortgage, and then I croak, uh, then as long as she's still living on the home, she doesn't have to repay anything. She can still take out the loan. She can do whatever she wants with it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have to repay that. So because you don't make monthly payments, the amount that you owe ends up growing larger over time. Ah, Does that make sense? Because the interest. Exactly right. Exactly Uh right. And this is important. The rules have changed. It used to be one of the predatory things that used to happen is sometimes folks found themselves in a position where they owed more money than the home was worth. Right. Yeah. Well, now uh, regulations say that you can never owe more than your home is worth. So Hmm. when the reverse mortgage company comes back and says, okay, we're going to give you this much money, uh, if you end up living longer than they thought um, or your home value ends up decreasing, that's their fault. So they can't come after you. They can't come after you. That's their loss. All right. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Okay. So, uh, but I'm assuming you're still in your home, but um, insurance, property taxes, things like that. Is that that still on you? You have to continue. That's not on them. That's on you. Just just the same way you were before. And if you, so property taxes, insurance, repairs, all that kind of stuff. If you, and this is one of the loopholes for them. If you've stopped paying those things, mm-hmm. there are a lot of times loopholes in those reverse mortgage contracts that allow them to actually then um, call the loan due. Well, yeah, because they want you to do upkeep uh, to try to keep the value of the home. Maintain uh, the uh, asset. Uh, I, but I'm assuming, though, because you said the last living person, mm-hmm. uh, so basically the house either gets sold or they get it or right. whatever, right? Exactly. Okay. So and, you, and that's exactly what happens. So, yeah. uh, the so house your, your kids aren't going to get your house unless. Oh. Right. So let's say, for example, that um, that the reverse mortgage you took out was 50 percent of the value of the home. Okay. Right. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So your kid, uh, if you've got one kid and the, your kid owns 50 percent and the reverse mortgage company owns 50 percent, then your kid can take out a, a mortgage from a regular company to pay off the reverse oh. mortgage company. So okay. it's still there for your kids if you want it. Uh, who qualifies? Who gets a reverse? So mortgage? this is um, all the homeowners. They have to be over the age of 62. Mm hmm. So everybody on the deed has to be over 62. All right. At least one of the homeowners has to live in the house for most of the year. And this can cover a, a and so those are really the only two hard and fast rules. Okay. And then it covers a variety of different dwellings. So you can obviously do this on single family homes. Um, you can get these for the single to, to or from sorry, from two to four unit owner mm-hmm. occupied dwellings. So if yeah. you've got a duplex and you're living in one half and renting out the other, mm-hmm. you can also do this with some condos or manufactured homes. No. Oh, okay. Now you can't yeah. do it with motor homes right. uh, yet, uh, but that, you know, it's. Who knows? Who exactly. knows? That, that could change. Exactly. Exactly right. right. Um, so you've decided. All right, this may be a good idea for me. What uh, I mean, what do you think you can usually get? Sure. Out of this. So again, the value of the home is the biggest factor on mm-hmm. how much you're going to get, right? Um, so generally speaking, you get between forty to sixty percent of the home's appraised value, mm-hmm. and then of course they have to subtract how much you would owe if you still owe any kind of mortgage or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, the amount you get depends on your age your home's value and the location. So the the largest amounts people usually get are the oldest owners living in the most expensive properties. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a question for you. Sure. I think I know the answer. Oh, yeah. Uh, is it a good idea? Uh, it depends. 
Uh, and, you, you know, see, there he goes again. <laughs> yeah. We're still waiting for the sponsorship. Yep. <laughs> so it, it depends, right? If you're on a low, if you have a low income, if you're unable to live this lifestyle you want in your retirement, then then That's maybe a, it might be because you'll have available cash. Exactly. Okay. Right. Uh, it is. It's it's a rapid cash injection mm-hmm. into into your retirement. So if you're not able to do what you want, it might not be a bad idea. Hmm. If you're having trouble making ends meet, right? If you're having trouble with the with the utility or the mortgage. Sometimes mm-hmm. people will have, um, you know, a little bit of mortgage left over and they're having trouble paying that off and it's making it so, you know, they can't, uh, they can't pay their other bills. And so they get a reverse mortgage. They mm-hmm. use part of it to pay off the remainder of their regular mortgage. And then they, they still have some left over. So some okay. people do it that way. Yeah. Um, just like anything else, right? The, the devil's kind of in the details. Uh, for some folks, reverse mortgage is a great way to increase their retirement income, but you, but you have to be smart, right? You can't just walk into it and think, oh, it's free money. It's free money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're planning on moving out of the home, if you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to move down to the desert or something like that, then mm-hmm. it's probably not for you. Also, if you're sick, it's probably not for you either. If you think that you might have to end up moving out of your home and into like a an adult family home or an assisted living facility or a skilled nursing facility or anything like that. Hmm. Um, because when you do, when you're, when you finally have to leave your home, um, then it's, that's it. They can sell it. Yeah. So it has to be age friendly enough for you to actually stay there. So mm-hmm. people are always wondering, you know, why I'm always hammering, why they need to live in an age friendly home if they want to live there forever. This is one of those reasons. Well, I, I would assume that uh, everybody, like you said, it depends. Everybody yeah. has uh, different circumstances. Yeah. Uh, I guess they can uh, give you a call Absolutely. At, at the office and you can look at all of yeah. uh, all of their circumstances just, and say, this might be a good idea. Yeah. It might not. And just like anything else, right? This is something where you're going to want to sit down and talk to a professional and it takes a, there's a whole lot of other things that go into the equation here your health the the condition of your home um, how your finances are, are are situated uh what your kids are thinking whether your kids think that they're going to get the house or not that type of thing all mm-hmm. these things have to be taken into consideration so sitting down with a professional is a really good idea before you actually make that step to get the reverse mortgage mm-hmm. um so call Set up that appointment. Come out to Safe Harbor Legal. We'll sit you down. We'll go over your exact situation. Uh, yeah, call us, 360-746-7169. You uh, mentioned mm-hmm. that uh, at the outset uh, that we got Medicare. Yeah. We got Medicaid. Yep. Uh, apparently, there's a difference. What the heck is the difference? Let's uh, talk about next on The Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. Sounds good. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. 
Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Back on the Aging Hour, and it is all powered by our good friends at uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Anything that has uh, has to do with aging, that's mm-hmm. what we talk about here. I'm Bill Davis, along with Elder Law Attorney uh, Phil George. If you uh, if you got a question, uh, like a lot of people do oh, yeah. about aging, uh, you can uh, email the show, radio at safeharborlegal.com, radio safeharborlegal.com. I promise you we will uh, go over your uh, question or your topic in uh, detail. So, uh, um, you, you had a um, you had another email question mm-hmm. uh, about uh, Medicare and Medicaid. We talk yeah. about that uh, all the time. This person, mm-hmm. uh, which by the way, so smart, coming to us as opposed Absolutely. to Goog, using the Google machine, uh-huh. or as we call it around the house, uh-huh. it's just called the Goog. <laughs> Uh, they want to know the difference between uh, Medicare and uh, Medicaid, yeah. and everybody gets confused sure. uh, over this. Yeah. So um, you got Medicare, you got Medicaid. Yeah. Let's what talk are about they? that. What's the difference? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So initially, we'll talk about you know what they are. So both Medicare and Medicaid were they, they had the same genesis. They mm-hmm. they were signed into law on July thirtieth, nineteen sixty five, by LBJ, mm-hmm. old Lyndon Baines. Yep. Uh, how far away did he grow up from you? 
Uh, he was uh, Johnson City, the Hill Country. He okay. was around. He was around Austin. Uh, oh, I was okay. in the Dallas Fort Worth oh, area. Okay. okay. Uh, but uh, by the way, everybody in his family, uh-huh. uh, LBJ, those are their initials. Really, La- Lady Bird, his uh, wife, interesting. Linda Baines, one of his daughters. Interesting. And I understand. Yeah, everybody in the family, they all had the initials LBJ. Huh. And from what I understand, I know we're off the topic no, here no, for you're a moment. Fine. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- they did that so that when they monogrammed their mm-hmm. towels. And mm. luggage and everything, that everything was interchangeable. Interesting. That's Smart. why everybody in uh, Lyndon Smart. Johnson's family has the LBJ initials. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. But yeah, he, he signed this into law oh, back in 65. He's a good Texas 65. boy. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is this is part of his deal. So both programs are, are, are there to basically help fund certain health issues. So just kind of briefly, Medicare is typically thought of, it's, it's more of a, a federal health insurance program for people mm-hmm. over 65 um, or for some people under 65 that have certain medical conditions. Yeah. And then Medicaid is a joint federal and state program that helps cover medical costs for some people with limited income and resources. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the primary difference. Yeah. But there, there are other differences. Oh, now, absolutely. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I jumped on Medicare, what was I, 66, was mm-hmm. that for me, or 65? 65. I, yep. uh, I was 65. Uh, and by the way, uh, broke my leg. Yeah. Uh, what was it, like three or four months later? Exactly. Double compound fracture. Yeah. Yeah. Medicare, Medicare was a good thing. I kind of I enjoyed socialized medicine. I say oh, socialized. Man medicine yeah. uh it would have paid for it. my deductible i think for that entire year everything yeah. i went through ex, uh, the the eob the uh, benefits and all that i yeah. think i was out like 300 bucks isn't that just amazing yeah i mean oh my gosh it, mm-hmm. it, it just covers so much so yeah explain a little more about yeah. medicare so medicare is health insurance right most people mm-hmm. they turn 65 that's what they're waiting for before they retire they yeah. jump on there and medicare covers covers their their health insurance mm-hmm. now it it covers some people that are under 65 with with some medical conditions, but for the most part, it's those people over 65. Yeah. And it's the one with all those different parts. Well, I know because it doesn't cover everything. Nope. You know, or it doesn't cover 100% of the cost. Exactly right. right. Exactly yeah. right. So initially, you've got part A. Part yeah. A is what covers things like inpatient hospital stays, home health care, some skilled nursing, that type of thing. Now, part A is free for most people. Mm-hmm. However, if you haven't worked enough, if your work history isn't extensive enough or your spouse hasn't worked enough, then they're probably going to charge you for part A. A certain number of months, exactly I think, right. uh, that you have to exactly uh, work right. on that. Uh, so that's part A. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, part B, that's yeah. the one that comes out of my Social Security exactly right. check, right? Exactly right. Okay. Now, but what is $160 or something like right. that this year? Yeah. Uh, it covers things like doctor's visits, outpatient visits, uh, x-rays, lab tests, preventive screening, those types of things. Now, you can delay and enrollment in part B if you want, but you have to be really careful. You yeah. have to be on health insurance from a an, an employer of your own that mm-hmm. has more than so many employees, or you have to be on your spouse's insurance and the company she works for meets those same requirements. So you have to be careful about that. Mm-hmm. Part A and part B together uh, cover about 80% of the entire Entire medical cost. This is where where supplements and, and exactly. uh, Medigap plans come exactly into effect. Exactly right. Right. So uh, Medigap policies now; those are the parts, uh, you know, G and and N right. and, and all that kind of end. stuff. Yeah. 
Exactly. And they can then cost you X amount to, to this amount. But, uh, you know, they, they usually kick in the, the exactly other 20%. Right. They, they plug in the other 20%. And then yeah. you've got what's called Part C, and that's what most people know of as Medicare Advantage. Yeah, those those are the commercials on uh, TV where uh, exactly. Joe, Na- Joe Namath says, I get a new car J.J. J. Walker. Yeah, and uh, J.J. J. Walker yeah. says, uh, I get free free meals, I get vacations in Mexico. I get, Absolutely. <laughs> you have to be very careful about, about the TV commercials. <laughs> exactly. But you know, Medicare Advantage mm-hmm. works for some people. It really does. Yeah. So basically what Medicare Advantage does is it's another company coming in and prov- and taking over completely. They're providing part A and part B. They're plugging the extra 20%. A lot of times they will also do prescription drugs too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of take over everything there. So I know that they you know you with those sometimes you get dental mm-hmm. uh, vision you know and things like that but you do have to read you, you got to read the disclaimers you absolutely do yeah. so a lot of times people make a mistake they kind of turn 65 they plug their nose and they pick whatever option seems least offensive and yeah. then they never kind of look at it again mm-hmm. and you're making a mistake when you do that when you're picking Medicare you should really sit down with a professional go over what your health is like go over what your goals are uh, go over the different options mm-hmm. and, and then you can have a much better Medicare experience, and you'll end up paying a lot less, too. We are talking about uh, Medicare and Medicaid, the differences mm-hmm. here on the Aging Hour, mm-hmm. uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions with uh, my good friend uh, Phil George. Okay, so we, we covered uh, Part A, Part mm-hmm. B, Part C, and then there's Part, uh, par- D. part D, that's prescription part D. drugs, right? Part D is prescription drugs. You have yeah. to go in and get that. And again, you have to sign up for that. I know a lot of times people turn 65 and they aren't necessarily taking any medication. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't sign up for Part D... And then five years later, when you turn 70, you start taking prescriptions uh, and you try to go back on Part D at that point, you're going to get penalized. And the penalty is lifelong. So Mm -hmm. you sign up for Part D when you sign up for Part A, when you turn 65. Oh, okay. So So that's when you enroll in Medicare. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I think when I did it, it was three months before I was... 65? Exactly. Right? There's a window. Yeah. So okay. signing up for Medicare for most folks, it's three months before your 65th birthday, uh, the month of your 65th birthday, and then three months after your 65th birthday. No. Now, if you if sometimes, you know, like we're saying, you can put off your Part B for a certain period of time and that kind of thing. Um, so other people have different special enrollment periods. Mm-hmm. But Believe me, if you don't have special, if you don't have appropriate coverage, you're going to face fines and penalties. So you're going to want to make sure you're doing that right. And I know that when you're on Medicare, you're not you're not locked in for the rest of your life. There's a right. uh, is, is it uh, AEP? Uh, there's some sort of enrollment sure. period. Uh, Open enrollment get. period. Okay, gotcha. exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And they so call you it make the, your changes there, right? Exactly. Okay. The Medicaid or the Medicare annual. See, I just did it there. Yeah. Medicare annual election period, uh, usually from October 15th to December 7th, and that's something that you hear us talking about. Uh, well, we talked about it this last year. We're going to talk about it before every open enrollment period just right. to kind of get people ramped up for their Medicare. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, every year you can go in and change that. Um, and now they're also giving people a, a period of time after. So they they have the open enrollment period from the 15th to the 7th. The plans take effect uh, in January. Mm-hmm. And Medicare actually gives you, a, I think I want to say it's six weeks to kind of test run this new plan oh, okay. you're on. And if you yeah. don't like it, you can revert back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, Medicare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medicaid. What's yes. that? So Medicaid is an entirely different animal. Um, Medicare is, is, is completely, um, f- uh, fed federal, yeah. right? That that's right. just federal. When you talk about Medicaid, it's a joint 
run program between the feds and the states. Ah. And so what it is, is it's used to pay for health care in different forms for people that uh, are, have low assets, low income, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, it, and it pays for all sorts of things. Now, for our purposes, we usually talk about Medicaid for long term care for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about, you know, needing help with activities of daily living and paying for nursing home care and stuff like that. It also helps with other things. It helps families that uh, might have uh, low income pay for their health insurance. Uh, it helps, um, you know, it helps people that might have certain disabilities like being blind and things like that help pay for their health insurance. But for our purposes, uh, when we talk about elder law and Medicaid, the vast majority of time, we're talking about people that are going to get long-term care benefits. And so Medicaid, Mm -hmm. if you're under a certain amount of of assets, they will pay for long-term care benefits for people over the age of 65. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the way I like to think about this, all of this, is basically, so for for most seniors, so Medicare is going to cover care. Prescriptions, mm-hmm. doctors' visits, nurses' yeah. care. Medicaid's going to pay for people to come in and help you get dressed, the bathroom, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, really, in in my mind, Medicare, healthcare, mm-hmm. right? Medicaid pays for somebody to come in and aid you, right? Yeah. So, if it's a nurse coming in to change your wound or something like that, that is care, healthcare. It's going to be mm-hmm. Medicare. If it's somebody to come in and help you take a bath, that's Medicaid. So, um, if you have questions yeah. about uh, either, they Absolutely. can they call you. Absolutely, it's just. Yeah. Call. It's it's part of a really good plan. Is making sure that you have the right Medicare plan. It's it's part of making sure that you have a successful retirement. Um, so absolutely, if you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, how to set yourself up correctly, give us a call 360-746-7169. Make an appointment to come see us. He's Phil George, uh, elder law attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, they bring you the aging hour here on KGMI. And uh, you wanted to talk about uh, charitable gifting? Yes, I do. We'll do that uh, in our next segment here on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, Visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. 
For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're back on the the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, elder law attorney with us. Um, uh, a couple of ways uh, you can be involved in the show. You can um, uh, always uh, email us, radiosafeharborlegal.com, if you have an idea or a question. If you um, got a topic you want to talk to mm-hmm. Phil about, 360-746-7169. And to that end, we have uh, answered a lot of questions and uh, delved into a lot of topics. A lot of people get busy. They, they uh, you know, they're, they're zipping around on Saturday, yeah. and suddenly they go, oh, I heard them talking about something I want to refer yeah. back. We we load all of our uh, audio segments up yes. on uh, kgmi.com, and I know that uh, they can go to your website yep. and hear the podcast. Safeharborlegal.com, absolutely. Yeah, there's lots of other ways. Oh, you can go yeah. to, to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker.com, just about anywhere where you can find podcasts. You can go in and, and you can search for The Aging Hour, and it's a great way to kind of share what you learn here with your friends, your family. Uh, maybe you've, uh, you know, you forgot something or you want to hear something again, or, or you have something that kind of spurred you to uh, to ask a question via email and you want to remind yourself what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a great way to go back and remind yourself what you heard. Yeah, a client question uh, yeah. come in about uh, helping out uh, folks. So, you know, they're doing their estate planning, but they're uh, talking about uh, charitable gifting. Uh, yeah. They uh, they were thinking about uh, doing some gifting to their church, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they said, "Is are are there pitfalls? Are there things we need to sure. uh, you know be careful about?" Yeah, and this this is a really good question. And so, for gifting to your church can be a, an extremely rewarding experience, right? For a lot of people, their relationship with their church is is, is extremely important. Yeah, and it's only natural that they're going to want to give back. And so there's actually a lot of different ways that you can do this kind of gifting. You Mm. can gift your time and energy. Mm -hmm. You can uh, gift your services. You can gift real estate. You can gift money. You can give while you're still alive. You can give after you pass through Mm -hmm. your legal documents. There's 
all sorts of ways that you can actually gift and, and make a difference in your community through your church, well, especially if you've got that, you know, if you've been going there for a while, that type the, of thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be money, though, does no. it? I mean, are there non-monetary assets Absolutely. that you, we can talk about? Absolutely. Yeah. So non-monetary asset, that'd be something like, you know, donating your time, mm-hmm. your energy, your services, that kind of thing. Um, it, it would be volunteering at your church or leading a class. And it could be, you know, if you're a realtor, you, you could waive your fee if you're going to help your church sell property. If you're a chef, you could help, you know, uh, cook at a church function. If you're mm-hmm. a doctor, you can make a house call. A teacher, you could volunteer to teach a class. Or if you're an attorney, right, you could volunteer to uh, uh, to help other low-income church members or, you know, do pro bono work and things like that. And so there are all sorts of things you can do that wouldn't necessarily take money. Okay. So, uh, you know, we're talking basically volunteering, right. you know, and, and helping out. So let's say I do that, but yeah. maybe I want to make a more substantial yeah. sure. you know, gift and I actually I've got an estate. I yeah. got I got a little bit of cash. Absolutely. So I want to uh, I want to gift them some uh, monetary Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. So a, a lot of folks they they like to gift their churches every week anyway and that's that's called tithing mm-hmm. and most people are, are real familiar with that. Um f- so a lot of times that's uh, the usual there is about 10% is mm-hmm. what people give them, 10% of their income. And some folks, they want to give more than that, and that's absolutely okay. And there are real tangible benefits for this. And so... Um, now, there are obvious, you know, spiritual benefits as far as feeling better, as far as being a more of a sense of community, that mm-hmm. type of thing. But there are also some real tangible benefits for this as far as, you know, reducing your taxable estate mm. or, you know, having a write-off on your taxes. So in addition to the the very real benefits you receive just from feeling better for doing something for your community and doing something for your church, there are tax benefits actually to helping with this too. Would you have to be in the itemized? deduction area or does that come yeah. straight oh, you you have to be uh, able to itemize right. before and then you can put down your charitable gifts exactly like right that. okay exactly gotcha. right um what about uh, what about real estate? Yeah, so uh, a lot of people, you know, they want to give real estate to mm-hmm. their church, um, real property to their church. So, and again, along with the spiritual benefits, there, there's tangible benefits here too. So, if you want to, and again, I talk about you know reducing the taxable estate and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, reducing the taxable estate basically means you know uh, helping to reduce the amount that your state is before you have to pay estate taxes. So. In Washington State, the the, your, the estate tax limit's about two point two million dollars. So, if you know, let's say you've got that that two point five million dollar estate, um, if you pass away and you leave, let's say a five hundred thousand dollar home to your to your church or whatever, mm-hmm. now you've managed to just through this gifting process, you've managed to reduce your estate to the point where you no longer have to worry about estate taxes. Oh, so nice. there are are really good reasons now to to think about gifting gifting real estate. And you can also, you know, there's a, a write-off on your taxes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just have unproductive property or they want to protect property, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of times if, you, if you've got a real beautiful piece of property and you want to make sure that there's a, you know, a buffer around you so that, you know, things don't get developed or something like that, mm-hmm. you can donate that land to a church and, or to, to your church. And then, you know, that kind of becomes a buffer between you and future development. So... He is uh, Phil George, Elder Law Attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. They power the aging hour right here on uh, KGMI. We're, to, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, charitable gifting mm-hmm. and, and how that works into your estate. Yeah. You know, we, we talk a lot here about life and death. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, yeah. uh, is it better, you know, yeah. do I do it before I pass away? Do I do it after I pass away? Is there, yeah. a, are there ramifications? Absolutely. Do you both? So, and there are. So a lot of folks, they choose, of course, to tithe while they're still alive and then mm-hmm. they, they give to their church and they give their time and their energy, energy to their church and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And they, they receive a lot, right? Spiritual fulfillment, all that kind of good stuff. Um, they reduce their taxable estate. They can reduce their income taxes. They help their community, all that kind of stuff. Um, we talked about how that would actually help your taxable estate. If you had a, a large estate, that can be a, a very good way to do mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, you can, you can gift after you pass, you can gift while you're alive. If you're going to gift after you pass, you know, a lot of times people are, um, they are, they're looking to reduce the size of their estate, or maybe they think, you know what, I've got enough money. I don't want to give everything to my kids because I want them to be able, you know, I want to, them to be comfortable, but I don't want to set them up so that they have absolutely everything at their fingertips, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes that has a tendency to, um, sometimes it has a tendency to change people. And so you yeah. can leave some to your children and you can leave some to your church. And sometimes that's a really, really good way you, to do it. Well, you, you mentioned uh, reducing the, uh, you know, the taxes, yeah. you know, the taxable estate and all that. Uh, in the state of Washington, we, is, there's a limit, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, state of Washington, if you have more than $2.2 million to your name when you pass, okay. then uh, they're going to tax you on everything that's over. So mm-hmm. uh, a good way to reduce the size of your estate so you, your, your estate doesn't have to pay estate taxes after you pass mm-hmm. is to you know gift a, a piece of property. So oh, again, okay. you have a... a you know, a three million dollar well, estate. Yeah, I was going to say two Absolutely. and a half, three million dollar estate. Exactly. You want to you want to get that to down to two point two million. Two, oh, okay. You know, you can gift a couple pieces of, of real estate to your church so that you can do that and mm-hmm. you can save a lot of money. So if you if you do have, let's say you've got a three hundred thousand, uh, three million dollar estate, and you give away, a, you give the church an eight hundred thousand dollar home to get you beneath that line, uh, you've saved your family eighty thousand dollars in estate yeah. taxes, nice. which is huge. Uh, so uh, let's say I want to. Uh, I want to do the gifting yeah. uh, after I pass away. What? Uh, yeah. How do we do that? So there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. You can leave the gift directly in your will or trust. You can say, when I pass away, I want X number of dollars or I want X property to go directly to a church. Um, there are other things that you can do too. You can set different things up while you're still alive. So mm-hmm. let's say that um, you can make it so that basically they're called a charitable remainder trust. Mm-hmm. So what you do is, is you create this trust, you put your home inside of it, you enjoy the home for the rest of your life. And then when you pass away, that home uh, can automatically go to your church. You can also set these things up so that, um, so you set up this trust, your home goes into the trust during your lifetime, you enjoy the trust. Uh, you can then go to your kids for your kids to enjoy during mm-hmm. their lifetimes. And then after they pass or after a certain number of years, then it would revert to your church. Yeah. So you can set these things up in just about any way that you can imagine. So you can set up endowments too. So mm-hmm. you, if, if you've got a large enough estate, then you can make sure that you're setting up a charitable endowment so that you can, you can continue to give to your church. You can continue to give to your community just yeah. kind of in perpetuity. Well, it's a, you know, it's a real uh, personal 
decision. Absolutely. Yeah, for some, so um, can they come and sit down, chat Absolutely. with you, uh, talk about a plan that Absolutely. maybe works well for them, their church? You know, yep. may, Maybe you want to meet with all of them. Absolutely. You know? I think that's a good idea. And like you said, the, the decision to give to your church is, is an extremely personal decision. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you want to sit down and you want to talk about the ramifications of it, if you want to talk about the pros and cons, what things you need to be looking at, if you'd like to include your, you know, your pastor sometimes in those conversations, that's mm-hmm. fine too. But if you'd like to talk to somebody that can that can give you a good idea of what your options are and what you're looking at, you should. You should reach out. You should make an appointment. You should reach in and, and uh, call us at Safe Harbor Legal. Make that appointment, 360-746-7169, and, and we'll talk to you about, about how you can effectively make those gifts. Okay. Uh, if you miss a segment, you know, you can always uh, listen online, or you can listen to our last segment, <laughs> where we're going to go over the everything we just talked up. about. Yeah, the wrap-up here on uh, KGMI, the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. 
If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. And we're back uh, for our final segment on the Aging Hour, brought to you by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, head man there, that would be Phil George, elder law attorney. I'm Bill Davis. And, uh, yeah, what we do in our uh, final segment here, we uh, chat over uh, some of the things that we've uh, discussed today. Um, I we went ahead. Chat. Yeah, I, and, uh, f- you know, Phil was, uh, you know, saying disparaging things about Tom Selleck and his mustache <laughs> earlier and his commercials about reverse. No, I'm. we're not casting. Aspersions on him. He actually, in his commercials on reverse mortgage, uh-huh. he he says, "Hey, yeah. talk talk to somebody. Absolutely, it may not uh, may not be for you." But for those who don't know about reverse mortgages, yeah. give me give me some of the bullet points. So on first that. of all, I'd like to say that bu- that mustache is bulletproof. You like right? it. that? You that like is, it. That is the yeah. mustache to end all mustaches. Yeah. So reverse mortgage, uh, it's it can be a great way to to supplement your retirement income. Uh, both homeowners or all the homeowners have to be 62 or older. Mm-hmm. Um, you get more if your property is worth more or if you're if you're older. Uh, and there's a lot more protection in these than they used to be. Used it, to it be used uh, to, yeah. It used to absolutely. sound like oh, we're going to take your home away from you. Exactly. But it's, uh, you exactly. you have a lot more safeguards. Exactly. These days, Again, they're not for everybody, right. but for the right people, they can be a fantastic supplement mm-hmm. to your income. Yeah. Okay. Um, a subject near and dear to my heart. We talked a lot about uh, the difference between uh, Medicare and uh, Medicaid. Yeah. I, you, you, pretty much you, you put it all in a capsulated uh, version. Like Medicare is care. Yeah. Medicaid is aid. Absolutely. Like just like that. And and that's that's really the way to think about it. But Medicare, yeah. it's basically health insurance. Mm-hmm. It's got it's the one that cover it's kicks in for most folks after you turn sixty five. It's got all the different parts, A, B, C, D. You mm-hmm. know, all the yeah. way up to um, again, you have to sign up when you turn 65, uh, unless there are very specific circumstances. You, can't, you talked about you can delay it if you've got yes, uh, private insurance. But maybe through talk your to company. somebody. Yeah, don't just don't just think to yourself, "Well, I got this covered. I don't need to pay for it." Well, you're because you end up getting in trouble because uh, along along with that, along mm-hmm. with uh, prescription drugs, absolutely, uh, yeah, uh, there can be penalties if you yeah. don't sign up at a certain time. Exactly right, and, and there's they, just and a go, lot of moving parts. They go parts. forever, right? Absolutely, you can't get those penalties off. Absolutely, there's a a lot gotcha. of moving parts to it, so it would behoove you to sit down with a Medicare specialist mm-hmm. prior to signing up. Yeah, now Medicaid. Course, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. That's the one that gives you aid, just like you said. This mm-hmm. helps cover for for our purposes, and again, it covers for a lot of different things. But for our purposes, it's going to help people that are sixty five or over help pay for long term care. And mm-hmm. remember, long term care is when you need help with activities of daily living, so feeding yourself, bathing yourself, toilet incontinence. Uh, transferring in and out of beds and transferring in and out of chairs, mm-hmm. those types of things. If you need help with that, then Medicaid is what can sometimes plug those holes. Now, the deal with Medicaid is you have to have 
less than $2,000 to access it, but there are all sorts of rules in place to make it so families don't have to impoverish themselves. So talk to a, talk to an estate planning attorney, mm-hmm. reach out to Safe Harbor Legal and make an appointment, 360-746-7169. You can set up your estate plan so that it's much, much easier to access Medicaid mm-hmm. in case you need long-term care. With, uh, with a married couple, you can save virtually 100% of the estate if things are set up correctly. Yeah. We uh, we talked about a very personal issue uh, yeah. in in our uh, last segment uh, just a few minutes ago. We we're talking about uh, charitable uh, gifting, yeah. and mainly uh, yeah. it it had to do with uh, with your church yeah. and how to go about doing that, yeah. uh, how to how to save taxes, how to you know how yeah. how to write this off and that. But once again, uh, a very personal thing. We talked about you know, what what actually you can give. Absolutely. So yeah. we talked about gifting money, gifting real estate, gifting your time or your services, that type of thing. We talked about how to gift. We talked about before you die or after you die. We talked about the benefit to you, not just the spiritual benefit and the benefit to your community. There are, you know, specific tax benefits to to gifting as well. So there are there are very tangible benefits to not only you, but to your estate, to to your family as well. And Mm so I would say, you know, speaking of gifting, uh, if you either attend church or you know you're an area pastor of the church and you'd like somebody to come in and talk to to your congregation about you know just kind of educating the members about how to set up their legal documents or gifting or anything like that, I'm happy to do that. That's a service that, that I, I I provide here in Whatcom County. Uh, you can call us and we can set something like that up. You can call us at three six zero seven four six seven one six nine. I'm happy to donate my time to make sure your congregation knows how to set themselves up for success for their retirement and their estate planning. Well, let's put a little disclaimer on it because yeah. I think it's necessary. We're not talking about, uh, you know, that some people, a pastor or whoever within the sure. church, you know, trying to pressure congregation no. to give no, no. to, you know, you want, you, we, we need your charitable contributions right. and all that. that. That's not what this is about. If, if let's say, members of the congregation have come to the leaders of the church and they say, hey, we want to, right. you know, we want to be able to do some charitable giving right. for you, but, we, but we're but we not exactly sure about the legal ramifications sure. or whatever. That's what you're going to, you could help. Well, and I think with, it's right? even, it's probably going to be less about the gifting when I talk to congregations and mm-hmm. more how to set them up for success in retirement so that they know which documents that they need. Yeah. So that they, you know, just the, the, the same things we always talk about. How do, how do you make sure that you don't end up getting forced into a nursing home? Mm-hmm. How do you make sure that you don't end up running out of money because you got uncovered long-term care? Uh, how do you make sure that you don't end up becoming a burden on your friends or family? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. And you can absolutely set your family up for success. You can set your congregation up for success, mm-hmm. but you have to inform people. You have to really give them the information. Yeah. Um, part of that is, and this is something that I do around the community. I go to different senior centers. I've, I've been to churches before. And you speak to the congregation just about a lot of the things we talk about here on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, about how to set themselves up for success, about how to plan those things that they should be thinking of. And then when they leave that kind of educational class, mm-hmm. they have a much better idea of what they should be doing to get their affairs in order. And sure, some of that is gifting. And if they've got questions about that, how to do that properly, but it's not necessarily a gifting class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Because if the interest is there, you know, that's fine. Yep. But you want to make sure that they know yes. what this is going to mean as far as the estate. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and saving taxes yeah. and write-offs and, you know, 
that yeah, kind of stuff. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, if they uh, if they wanted to uh, have you come speak to them, yeah. um, telephone number is 360-746-7169. Mm-hmm. And I know that's uh, that's just uh, just kind of part of your deal, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's, it's the reason why I'm doing this radio show, mm-hmm. so that we can educate people about how to, how to set themselves up for success, how to make sure that their families don't have to flounder. I mean, you know, unfortunately, more than 70% of these estate plans fail when families need them the most. And, and failing is, it's running out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs. It's, it's paying too much in death taxes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's being forced out of your home and into a nursing home or, or becoming a burden on your loved ones. And so if you really want to set your family up for success or you really want to set up, you know, the people in your community for success, then you have to, you have to plan correctly. You have to teach people how to plan correctly. And Mm so what you can do is you can, um, you just reach out, contact me, uh, make an appointment to come in and talk 360-746-7169. And this is especially true for people that, uh, you know, if you or a loved one is going to need long-term care, uh, if you want to make life easier on your loved ones after you're gone, uh, if if you want to just make sure that you don't let another year go by before you set up your plan, Mm -hmm. you know, make that appointment, come in, talk about your goals, talk about what's important to you. A lot of times the mistake people make is that they think that these plans are just one size fit all that they can go out and they just, they just sign a will and everything's taken care of. And believe me, you can do so much more with your estate plan. You can yeah. set your family up for success, but you mm-hmm. have to do it correctly. When they sit down with you, I know that, let me see, I got a checklist here. They can talk about Medicare. Yep. Right? Medicaid. Yep. Uh, Social Security. Oh, yeah. Veterans uh, benefits. Check. Wills, trusts, uh, probate, geriatric doctors. Uh, we, we talked about reverse mortgages. Yep. Pretty much anything that has to do with aging. Absolutely anything that has to do with aging. Yep. And folks, I really want to thank you for joining us here. You know, we're here every Saturday at 1 p.m. And I, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you tuning in. And don't think that you have to set your family up for failure in retirement. We can show you how to set your family up for success. But you have to take that step. You have to reach out and you have to get educated. See you next Saturday, buddy. You know you will. That is uh, Phil George of uh, the uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, They bring you the Aging Hour here on KGMI. We'll have a uh, look around the world, CBS News uh, coming up. Also, we'll uh, take a quick uh, zip into the uh, KGMI newsroom for a local update and then uh, do some traveling with the uh, RN Travel Show, all next on KGMI.